You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lori Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Welcome back to another episode, and I have a special guest with me today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself, but Alan Miller is somebody that uh, I love what she does, but the reason why I had to have her on here, she's not a client of mine, she's a friend, but she's been using speaking to grow her business. And it was through uh, an encounter that we met and I was just kind of like, you know, asking her some questions. I was doing a little bit of market research, if I'm honest. And that's when I helped her realize that she had used speaking in the past and it actually had worked for her, but she had not, you, you basically hadn't looked at it as a form of marketing, had you, Alan? Absolutely. I just thought it was like a good idea, but I wasn't really certain that it mattered or made a difference. Mm. So tell everybody what you do. Yeah, thanks. Uh, first of all, I am so glad to be here. And yes, Lorianne, I love talking to you all the time. Um, so thank you for having me. And yes, I am a parent coach and I offer my parent coaching services through my business, Child Connection. And what that means, a lot of people just aren't even sure what a parent coach is. So what I do is I help stressed moms make sure they can thrive in every upset or meltdown, whether it's their child's or their own, because I know how hard it is to kind of keep your cool and like keep things going. When you've got kids, they sometimes push your buttons and even the best intentioned parents like mess up and flip out and like do things that they don't want to. So that's where I step in and I can help parents kind of get back on track with the parenting that they want to use. I love that. And that's why I had to have you on here. So tell my audience all the different forms of speaking that you are doing. This is a great question. And before I met you, I would have said, well, I, I, I talk to people um, when I meet them. And yes, I've given some presentations at preschools. That's all the speaking I do. And then you helped me see <laughs> that there are so many other ways that speaking really is happening. And so I realized, oh, actually I have done some Facebook lives. Oh yeah, I do Instagram lives and I make reels and I host online workshops and, 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 and I didn't even consider all these different ways that I was showing up that yes, it was speaking. So yeah. Ask guesting. Yes. And speaking right now. Yes. So, I mean, you know, like I think that speaking and stages needs to be redefined and you just listed off a bunch of different ways that you are getting your message out there. That's, that's really what speaking is, is what modality of are you using to get your message out there, to share your story, to share your solutions with other, in your case, parents, moms, so that they 
so that they keep their cool when they need it most. <laughs> and you are doing a fabulous job with all with I, I do follow you like on Instagram. So I see a lot of the reels. I haven't necessarily seen a lot of the lives, but I just, I see you out there all the time, which is the whole point. So tell my audience what results you have seen by you, by implementing all these different forms of speaking. Yeah, I, it's amazing. When we first had our direct conversation and I love being a guinea pig. So I was so eager to be your research subject. And I gained so much from that conversation because you asked really powerful questions about the outcome from my different marketing activities. And that's where I discovered that one of my biggest results and one of my very first clients came directly from one of those live in-person events. And actually, okay, I'm just going to rewind and be totally honest. My very first preschool presentation was to an audience of one. And like, so I'm just, I want to share that. I've because... spoken to an audience of one also. <laughs> There is no audience too small. Mm -hmm. And so what's beautiful is when I showed up and she was the one person there, I thought, oh, like there, there was that moment of panic, like, oh my gosh, well, should we just pack it up and just go have coffee somewhere? And I thought, no way I've prepared this presentation. This person is here to hear it and receive it. So now I get to just relax and talk to her, share this information. We'll have a great time. And and it wasn't immediately. This is the other thing that's interesting. It wasn't, you know, the next day that she hired me. It was months later, but that first presentation and that really deep, strong connection is what, you know, sparked her interest in the topics in me as a person that could help her. And, you know, through other methods of nurturing the relationship, she knew that she could come right to me when she really was ready for the help. And so the same thing has happened recently um, through Instagram. I just spoke with a mom last week and she said, I've been following you for a while and things were going pretty well, but now stuff is different. My family is different and I'm noticing I really need some help. And I knew that I want to get it from you. And I said, that's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. And so, yeah, it Let's really- talk about it, that yeah. pause. Um, you know, like she saw you speak or, you know, or the woman from Instagram who's following you and watching you, you know, a lot of times people think, well, why didn't they just hire me right away? And you got to put yourself into the buyer's shoes and you never know that they might have made some bad buying mistakes or what they would consider to be bad buying mistakes in the past. I mean, it could be a refrigerator you know, where they just like, they start to like lose faith in themselves or trusting themselves that they can make the right decision. And sometimes it's just like, they're not ready. They need to learn more about you, but seeing you speak, you are building that relationship. You know, you're basically extending your hand to say like, Hey, it's nice to meet you. Let me tell you a little bit about this particular topic. 
So the fact that like three months later, she obviously couldn't stop thinking about you, you know, or probably was just, you know, was also like on your email list. So now she's getting emails from you and you're nurturing that relationship. And that's the beautiful thing about speaking is that whenever you speak, all those people that join your email list, those are all quality leads. Those are people who spent time, they spent money. God, I just did a, I just did a podcast on this about emails, you know, recently. And so those are quality people. Yeah, Laurieanne, what you what you just mentioned about, you know, maybe the first time we meet, or maybe somebody's following me on Instagram and through video and through using my voice and speaking, they are literally hearing what my voice sounds like. And then when they're reading my emails, they can read that with my voice saying those words. It's not just a robot. It's not just, you know, some, you know, thing. It's not just text that they're seeing on their screen. They know it's my voice and they know what that sounds like. And so I think that just adds a whole nother dimension to that connection that it, they know it's a real person. They know these are the words I say, they know my tone and my inflection. And when I'm like giggling to myself, cause I think I'm funny sometimes <laughs> like they can imagine that coming through in my email because they know it's me. They know who I am. So I think if you're wondering, how does this all fit together? That might be some glue that, you know, you can use that's the wrong metaphor anyway but if people are wondering like how do these different strategies fit together they do they really do create that relationship and connection true and too many times people think that speaking must mean a big stage with lots of lights and hundreds of people in the audience and just like you said like it can be one person you know, that time that I spoke to an audience of one, that was a marketing faux pas on my, on my end. I didn't market it enough. It was a library talk. And I was, this was years ago when I was just getting started and I was talking about goals and it was, I thought the library was going to promote it. They didn't. They just put a flat that looks like, here's the one flyer. If people see it, great. And it was, yeah, it was one person. And you know what? I looked at it as like, she took the time to show up. I pulled up a chair right next to her and just started I, like I did my presentation with her. Yeah, that's, that is what I would say the most intimate kind of speaking opportunity. And I will say that there's a difference between speaking, speaking live and recorded. There's a difference speaking online versus in person. And so there's no one way that is going to be perfect for anybody. So I know that I like variety, so I'm happy <laughs> to use all these different methods and strategies, but there is something really special about being in person because you can make that direct eye contact without looking at the green dot. Um, you can let people interrupt you and ask you questions and you can monitor the energy and feel the vibe. And it's just a very different setting. And so I would say if people have not searched for opportunities or created opportunities to speak in person, give it a try. It's really magical. It has a whole different feel. And again, it's not necessarily going to have instant results, but those people are already so close to you that when they've decided that they are ready 
they will truly be ready. And that makes that sales conversation a breeze. It's just, let's, let's talk about the sales yeah. conversation. <laughs> Those people who are in your audience and do raise their hand, whether it's right away or it's three months later, they raise their hand to book that call with you. Talk about that because that is something that I'm constantly sharing with my audience that it does make it easier. Absolutely. Um, the most recent conversation I had was only about 15 or 20 minutes because this person already knew that they wanted help. They wanted me to be the person. And I just wanted to know a little bit more about her to make sure that I was the right fit um, and that I was the best possible person to support her. And so it really was just kind of confirming that we, that we fit together. And so she was able to discern from her side, following me for a while. And I just needed to have that direct conversation for a few minutes to discern if, yeah, this was going to feel good. And we were going to be able to have amazing work together. So it wasn't anything about like overcoming any objections. It wasn't anything about showing what my style is or ex over explaining everything that's going to be available to her when she works with me. It was just, do we enjoy like being in this conversation? Cool. Let's do it. And it was so much more natural and so much more low key, honestly. And part of my brain was saying, you know, this is a unicorn like sales conversation, but I'm ready to reframe that and say, every sales conversation could be like this. And so I think when you're using more speaking in your marketing, it just, it smooths out those sales conversations for both sides, because the people that I've seen you and gotten to know you, they already are a yes. And then you're just kind of confirming it and it can be that fun and it can be that easy. Easy. And it's, you know, whoever's getting on the call with you sees you as an expert. They've seen you speak. So you build that know, like, and trust you know, they get on your email, you know, you're nurturing that relationship even more. And then again, it's like, it's like the timing's right. They book the call with you and they're already, they're showing up and I want to hire you. And just like you said, it's like, it's about, you like, you still get to make that decision, whether or not, like, what if it was bad energy? You know, yeah. you're just like, I, yeah, like, I think I, like I can refer you to somebody else but the energy was really good. And chances are the energy is going to be good because again, she's been watching you or she watched you from, you know, from being in a in-person audience and already like she got, she got to know you. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I just want to say this too, that as a parent coach, you know, you just, when you just go out and about to the playground or the grocery store or the library, and you say, I'm a parent coach, you usually get the one eyebrow. What's that? And so I think a lot of people in this niche think nobody knows what it is. And so that's really hard. Oh my gosh. I started talking and lost my train of thought. Um, uh, so Hold on a second. do you want to just, <laughs> yeah, let's just mean? we're going to need you to like, you know, just iron this out and make it sound better. Wait, what, you, to say? what, what did you just say? Because it was related to like expertise and energy. And I was going with relatability, but where was I going with that? Well, we were talking about sales calls. Yeah. Okay. I think I lost my train of thought. 
Oh, and referring. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> We're going to pick it right back up here. Yeah. So it's interesting. They're like the parent coaching sort of business industry is relatively new. And the amazing thing is I, as a parent coach, know a whole entire network of other parent coaches. And so if somebody did come into my world somehow, and then we did have that conversation and, you know, maybe there is good energy, but I just realized that I am not the best person to serve in the way that's really going to meet their particular needs. I can honestly and openly say, I actually have an idea of a different resource or a different coach that could be a better support. And so again, it's more about the relationship than anything else, because when I'm coaching with somebody, we are in a relationship that relies on a deep level of trust. And, and if I'm not open and yes, an expert. I love that you see me as an expert, but also relatable. I am a real person. I am a human. I, you know, make my own mistakes and I openly talk about them um, because that is what's necessary. I know that's what nece is necessary for me to be successful in the work I do with clients. And so me being as real and authentic as possible all along the way, just again, makes that sales conversation so much easier because they know what they're getting. I'm not different in my coaching than in my marketing. And like perfect example is this morning, I had this idea that I thought was kind of funny and like on point with things I talk about. And so I pulled out my phone and did a quick Instagram live in my kitchen, which is a little bit messy because guess what? I don't care. <laughs> I and I want that. other people to see that, you know, I have priorities and it's not cleaning up my kitchen first thing in the morning. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Cleaning my kitchen. Like before I go to bed, it's a priority for me just because I like to wake up to that cleanliness. Um, but your clients do see you as an expert because when we, again, when we put our shoes, our, sorry, when we put ourselves in our buyer's shoes, we realize like clients hire experts to solve their problems, not somebody who's like, well, I think I can help you with this. You know, I think I can help you with your kids. You know, like no one's going to say yes to that. But again, you're speaking, you're up there, you are confidently communicating and sharing your stories and your solutions and your ideas and tips with people. So yes, um, but I also really like the fact how, you were talking about like that you can refer people to others in your network, you know, and as a speaker, you know, that's something that I, that I share with my clients is that you also start building relationships, not just with meeting planners, but also other coaches and other speakers, because keeping in touch with people, like keeping in touch with all the people that you've been on a podcast interview with so that you can like one send them referrals for guests, but also that you can come back like two years later, any place that you've ever spoken at, you know, like to rebook yourself, like in two years, you know, that's what, you know, like one, you're doing them a favor. You're doing them a huge favor because they're probably like, oh my God, I will. Yes. I'm going to put you down for that conference that we have in two years, or you just reach out to them. Ahead of time. I, I love hearing you say that because 
that is like just one of my little gremlins that pops up every now and then of like, don't bother them. And so hearing you say they want you to come back again, they want you to make this easy for them. They want you to provide your value and expertise like that is so encouraging. So when I, you know, maybe have the first phone call or send an email and don't hear anything that I can just remind myself, they really do want me in and they're busy people. And so I'll just send the next email and say, I'm still here. Um, and just keep that conversation going that it doesn't mean anything if they don't respond right away. It just no, means it doesn't mean anything. keep opening, keep reopening the conversation, keep right. revisiting. And that's going to be really helpful for everybody, for me to be able to share what I know and to continue meeting new parents and then for them to receive the benefit of, you know, my expertise. Yay. And you know, like, let's just say it's a, like for you, because you speak in schools, let's say it's a PTA that actually is bringing you in. Well, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that leadership for that PTA changes yearly. So to be able to reach out to them, like, okay, like I didn't hear back. You never know. It could be like the, the changing of the guard. So exactly. reach out to them, like again, you know, just, and even if you were offering them like, Hey, I've got a fellow speaker who could come in next year for your next conference, because you don't want to come back every single, uh, like single year. You want to come back every other year then it's more special for you. But yeah, you are helping them um, fight. Just fill the slots, just make building this conference so much easier. You know, before we were, before we hit the record button, you were telling me about a story that I want you to share with people because this is a beautiful example of using a platform and speaking on that platform. Yeah, about me being on the other side, right? Of I'm going to go find some help. Yes. You're in the audience, basically. Yes. So, yes. so here's what's currently happening in my life is we are relocating from South Florida up to Milwaukee. And so when this process got started, of course, I realized we are going to need a realtor in Milwaukee. And my husband had his methods of getting referrals and, you know, finding a great qualified um, realtor that way. And I decided to use my different methods of research. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go on Instagram and find a realtor. So, you know, I used some hashtags and just did lots of scrolling on the search page. And there were some really catchy photos. And I was like, Ooh, interesting. Okay. And then I saw there was some reels. And so I was like, I want to see the person that's willing to talk to me. And so I found this person who was using a lot of reels. And one of the first ones that I came across was her explaining her process of working with a new buyer. And, you know, it's a conversation and she shares her philosophy and shares some information. And then, and she even said, and after you talk with other realtors, if we choose to work together, this is how it looks. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I want. I want someone that's going to be open. I want someone that's going to be not attached, but available if I do choose to work with them. And so I was like, well, this is a match made in heaven. And then the funny thing is when I mentioned that to my husband, he's like, you can't just go on Instagram and find somebody. And I'm like, but can't I? And lo and behold, he said, well, I've already got somebody, two people recommended her and they say she's the best. And I said, 
can I just mention who this person is? And I know she's relocation certified as well. It was the same person. <laughs> that, so, all right. You didn't tell me that part that, of the story. Yeah. That was the like little, you know, pot at the end of gold, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that through our different methods, we landed on the same person and she is amazing. We are so in love and couldn't be happier. And yeah. So there you go. It's really power. Like I felt like I could trust her before even meeting her. And so what did I do? I sent her a DM and I said, by the way, this is our situation. And, you know, we still have to go through the relocation company, but just wanted to let you know. And she responded. And so we just had conversations in the DMs. And then it was really exciting when I got to say, you just got an email from my husband. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a go. <laughs> Now I just, I just have to like also point out, okay, you both had two different methods, you know, one, you were watching her speak mm -hmm. and the people who referred her to your husband, the two different people, it would almost be very interesting to find out, like, how did they find out about her? You know, was it through some form of speaking also, was it through her Instagram reels? maybe some other methods, but just would be really interesting to see how those people found her. And now, I mean, so for everybody, you know, less, you know, like realtors make, you know, what, like about 5%. So depending on, on the amount of house that you're buying, I mean, do you think it was worth it for her to make some reels and oh, to I care about her process? <laughs> oh yes, it is definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I just want to point that out for everybody who's listening to this. Think about the cost of your house that you are in currently, or maybe you're in the process of buying a new house and you are in a relationship with a realtor. Think about what is that 5%? Do you think it would be worth your while? It, and I'm just putting this into numbers for anybody. Is it worth your while to be speaking? You know, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, think about what your package price is. Is it worth it? If you spoke at an industry meeting, even a chamber event, and you gained one client each time you spoke, is it, was it worth your time? I mean, I know what I'm charging private clients and also what my group program is and I've have spoken and that's how I've gotten clients. Like people raise their hand, even if it's the first time that they met me, it's yes, I want to book a call with you. Yes. I want to learn more about your group program. I mean, for me, it's, you know, like it's for me, it's I'm walking my talk, but I also genuinely enjoy it too, because I'm sharing so much information. Talk about the information that you are, what it feels like to share that information with audiences. The information about the work that I do in particular. Oh, I mean, it feels great because I mean, for a lot of different reasons, one that one of my big sort of themes is that, you know, your brain is always changing. And so that means you can always be changing. And so I like to tell a lot of stories using myself as the first example of how I used to do things, what used to happen in my family, how my kids used to respond to me and how it's different now, a relatively short time later. And so I just, I always want parents to know that whatever is happening right now, it doesn't have to stay the same way. Nothing is set in stone. 
And so that's one thing that I just like to offer as sort of an inspiration and motivation. And also, I'm, I also used to be a teacher. So yes, I like to kind of stand up and teach things about neurobiology and um, emotions and feelings that are connected to emotions in your body and how to communicate in different ways. So there are so many different topics that I do like to educate people about, because if you don't know, you don't know. And then if you know, you might be able to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just sharing just me, like I, I'm here, I'm a real person. Um, and I'm not going to be everybody's flavor either. And I'm okay with that. Um, and actually that's probably one area that is really easy for me. I have, I'm used to being the black sheep, the outsider. I've lived overseas. I've been, I went to college out of state. I like always do things differently. I'm the only person in my family and maybe in Texas that doesn't like to eat shrimp. So (laughs) if somebody's like, oh my gosh, I don't like what you said, or, oh no, that doesn't make sense. Or, oh, you're off your rocker. I say, okay. And then I just keep going. I'm not worried. Um, right. Because so, there's yeah. somebody else out there that your story is going to relate to. I mean, how many billions of people are there on this planet? You don't need to have, you don't need to be the coach for all of those parents. You would be so overwhelmed and so overbooked and you'd have no life essentially. Yeah. And it's funny. You mentioned that, um, I tell people, I kind of view parent coaching like the iPhone. It was the greatest thing that nobody knew about. And then when people knew about it, they realized they needed to have it. And so now, like whether it's an iPhone or a Galaxy or whatever else there is, um, smartphones are here and they're everywhere. And what's interesting is that in places where there aren't as many resources, people might have their air conditioning, they have a refrigerator and they have a smartphone. Like people have smartphones. And so I'm thinking there will be a day when you say, oh, where do you kid, where, where do you take your kids for their pediatrician? Oh, what dentist do you use? And who's your parent coach? It's just going to be like part of the whole thing of you're a parent, you have these resources. And so, oh, who's your parent coach? Someday we'll get there. In the meantime, I am available for the right person who is looking for like the new, not even the new way of parenting, but just parenting in a way that feels good to them, that makes sense to them, that they can do consistently. So, yeah. Thank you. And I think that is a lovely lead into why don't you tell people where they can find you? Well, as I mentioned, you can find me on Instagram. Um, You can find me at child underscore connection. And I also love, this is a different angle that I have um, from a lot of other coaches that I don't only give tips and tricks and hacks and strategies. I really like to start with first things first, which is you (laughs) and your nervous system and your stress levels. And so my favorite starting point for any parent um, wanting to do things differently is my number one tool for moms to keep cool because there are so many amazing resources out there, but you can't utilize them and you can't implement them. If you are wound up or flipped out or stressed out, like you've really got to get yourself in a good place first. And that is where I like to start with everybody. So love that. So where can they get that resource? 
Oh, it's right there in my Instagram bio. And if you want to follow me on Instagram and just send me a DM that says, Hey, I heard you on Lorianne's podcast. I will start that conversation and see how I can help you. I would love that. Thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. Um, the next time I'm down in Florida, I will definitely look you up before you move to Milwaukee. That is, and for everybody else, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, um, feel free to hit me up in the DMs. You know that it's me and not a team member or some bot that is answering. And until next week, I want you to be in demand. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.